0: Hey guys, it's Kat
1: And that's Russell
0: (laughs) And Erica Guys, we have a guest today Not our first guest, but actually our first guest
1: Yes, yes, it is.
0: How's that for a juxtaposition? So, we mentioned in our last episode that we had a rubbing And Erica was one of those people And one of the episodes that were on Russell's original phone Were unfortunately stolen So... Mm -hmm. Um, Erica was on that original one Though it seemed to focus more on her brother And I hope we're going to get him back on the show Quite soon Because I quite like his style But I'm very excited to do an episode with you Erica Uh, Guys this is Critical Whimsy (laughs) What's up Hey hey Russell what's our topic today
1: What we find attractive And how to make yourself attractive
0: How you get laid Yeah. Yeah. 101 Critical Whimsy style Three very single people are going to discuss this with you today. How excited are you, Erica? Very awesome. I'm excited. So, guys, why did we decide to do this episode, Russell? I'm not sure. No. I think that this is connected with codependency, uh, the huge pressure, social pressures we have on us to be dating. Mm. And we were like, let's investigate this. Let's discuss this. Let's have three different people. And as I always am surprised to find out, Russell and I are not the same person. He's got a completely different experience to me. I want to find out what it is that makes people think. And, like, I want to discuss, like... Attractiveness Yeah,
1: I suspect today will be three different people Giving ten different opinions
0: Exactly, awesome Well, I'm excited for all these opinions I don't think you'll be hearing that much from me Or not as much as you usually hear from me, guys Okay, so cool, Russell
1: Yeah First what, under five Let's
0: start with uh, I mean, what to you Makes, and let's do this for our guests What makes it like What makes a guy, like, attractive to you?
1: It makes a guy attractive to me. Um, I generally tend to go for body types a bit more like mine, so the thin and lanky. Mm-hmm. A little bit of facial hair is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. A big part of it, though, is the personality, what they're actually like as people. What uh, does I that, know that mean? sounds so stereotypical. But. but what does
0: that mean? Because people say personality. But what is personality? So we've got like you've mentioned. The first thing you mentioned was aesthetics, which I think we all, and I'll like gentle jury knows, is that like aesthetics do play a part in attractiveness. Uh, definitely, us. yeah. However, deny that. however, different rules for women and different rules for men. Yes, very interesting. Um, I'm going to bring up Like some statistics Of course That like Who knows where I got them from Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if they're real Someone read
1: The Kinsey report
0: (laughs) Yeah So I mean Back to guys And personality Because we want Our viewers banging Mm -hmm. Safely (laughs) This weekend Our listeners (laughs) Yeah So personality
1: So Personality wise I tend to Look for Pretty aware people You've got to be Socially aware got to be a bit of an equidist like myself, got to be a little bit smart. I tend not to go for the dumb guys.
0: Okay. A uh,
1: little bit creative. Okay. Possibly a little bit weird or at least able to deal with a little bit of weirdness, a little bit of adventure and excitement. Uh, that's not necessarily restricted just to the guys. That's a... Broad strokes, broad strokes, okay. but hitting hitting it on the topic there, I think.
0: Mm.
1: I'll probably go into more detail later on.
0: Male celebrity crush.
1: Well, before you got cancelled and I had to stop it, there was good old Johnny Depp. Ooh, <laughs> the hotness.
0: Ooh yeah. Oh yeah, he was so fine mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice We don't know if he's cancelled He has a very complicated uh, court case One, one week sure he's enough. like not cancelled Next week, And he's making like Crimes of Grindelwald Though I've heard he's been cancelled from that But I, I don't think it's the last we've seen of your boy Dip. I think my granny in you She used to always get like a massive like, Granny boner for him She'd be like, Johnny Depp He's so interesting Your cousin says that to you. I was like, my cousin is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right, moving on. Anything else?
1: Younger Gary Oldman was always quite appealing.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, kind of economically, being attracted to someone isn't just personality. It isn't just morals. It's not just aesthetic. Like, what kind of a job do you, like, find attractive in a man? As a man.
1: Um, I don't really think that the job plays a huge amount of role, as long as it's something in a bit more of the creative side of things. Musicians, designers, artists, anything along that sort of line. You've got to have that creativity for me.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So very specifically, like a very kind of hipster, hippie kind of guy. Mm. Like I'm basically like soul. looking
1: for myself and someone else.
0: Maybe we are all narcissists <laughs> Oh no Okay Anything else?
1: Not that's leaping to mind at the moment And um, What about you?
0: So I always say Very proudly that I don't have a type hmm. That I like People to surprise me So in my Dating history I have dated Every single type there is I have dated skinny boys. I have dated fat boys. I've dated tall boys. I've dated skin, uh, thin and uh, short boys. Um glad
1: you got there eventually.
0: Uh, <laughs> what eventually?
1: Short, skinny, tall.
0: Fat. Um, I, I don't know if aesthetically I have a type. I do quite like a shaved face. Just for when it comes down to kissing and stuff. I think I being a precious flower like feel like I'm hyper aware of the sensory feel of like facial hair um, and also moustaches creep me out because I think they're like very like Nazi-ish <laughs> but like no Rusty, it seems I'm not so covering weird.
1: my upper lip with the finger
0: <laughs> like you're my <laughs> massive Nazi right now so um, I just so so for me it came down to it's not the aesthetic of it I've had a lot of boyfriends who prefer it but For me, it's, like, really hard to, and, like, then when I think of, like, a beard against my skin, like, I get, like, really anxious at the thought of, like, how much it will, like, burn me. I get, like, beard burn. (laughs) So, uh, this is the thing. Um, But that's just, that's easy. That's easy. Like, so, for me, I say, like, aesthetics are very relevant. I mean, obviously, I'm not above aesthetics, I do I no, do, no I, one's above them yeah I do I do I mean I've always said on the podcast and to you like I noticed you but then again you were talking so then that brings me to my next part which is I love a man who can talk I love men who can talk I love men who can talk passionately I love men who are passionate about things I love men who are interesting I love men that are able to play devil's advocate that are confrontational that are interesting that are internal people which isn't to say i don't date men who aren't external but i prefer men to think i like men who are not controlled by religion i definitely prefer men that i date to be like highly opinionated that's for me really attractive someone who's like actually Saying, I'm going to stand by what I think. Men that are in therapy, men who are into self-work and self-worth are very interesting. I hate men that are unaware, as you saw in the last Tinder conversation that I read to you. Mm -hmm. And guys, as we always repeat in our episodes, everything I say on Tinder, I read to Russell. So... Fuck you A lot of this
1: goes towards Strength of character as well
0: Exactly Like So people who Also question My strengths of character Like The worst thing you can do Is say to me You think too much mm-hmm. Or You are so confused I'm not confused And I don't think too much I am a thinker That is The Catherine mode The intellectual And the emotional Are constantly Jamming together Sometimes cohesively And sometimes Very far apart Um also, a little bit of mysticism, I think. Like, someone who's, like, maybe got a foot in another world. Like, maybe they've read too many books. Maybe they've suffered pain. This is almost romantic for me.
1: This is making me want to, like, add to my list. You're ticking off so many other things that work for me that I just didn't manage to articulate.
0: I know, because I make you go first. And then I said, and then it sounds better, mm-hmm. but... It's actually because I get the chance to like take a breath, and that's unfair. And we can just keep going back. I this can is deal just, with the unfairness. This is, it's this all is just good. an introduction because we're now going to target our next uh, mm. guest. Lord, did, Spotlight. You have, <laughs> did you have? Oh, you wanted to know my celebrity crash? Yes,
1: yes, we did.
0: So, Johnny Depp was definitely I, you and I like the same boy mm-hmm. that that mystique that that mm-hmm. brilliance the strangeness the eccentricity it's is eccentricity in someone is something that I reg- I I register with and I re- resonate with because I myself am eccentric and have been called so uh someone who's a little bit like different um I actually really I so when back in the day when Leonardo DiCaprio was a heart throb. I didn't feel him so much because he was so very pretty. It was like I'll, I could never be with someone who's prettier than me. That's hard. Yeah, you I know, know. I'm a bit
1: weird here, but I've never found Leo to be all that
0: hot. But now, like, as a grown-up, and, like, Brad Pitt was the same for me. He was just too beautiful. Like, yes, he took my breath away in Fight Club. Like everyone when he like was just standing around like without a shirt. I was like madness. Um, let's just have a perv on celebrity. Sorry guys that we are doing this to you. If you're listening, Leo and Bradford, <laughs> please support our Patreon. Um but like I was like very nice. I appreciate the gift and the effort, but I'm 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 moving on. However, I almost like created like with Leonardo DiCaprio and you know I think highly of him as an actor Mm -hmm. I've actually developed this long term romance with him where I actually am a bit of a like girl, girl infatuated and it's actually and now he's not as you know he's not pretty like he used to be but he's still like if I see his face if I see him doing a movie, I'm, like, really, really, like, a little bit excited. So I've got a crush on him, but it becomes a lot more intellectual uh, uh, as long as I know the actor and he continues to kind of create roles that I resonate with. I like Andrew Garfield. He's he's going to – he was the amazing Spider-Man. I know you're not good with celebrity, like, new guys. He was in a lot of art. I think he's one of the most amazing actors he's actually coming out with a YouTube movie called mainstream oh, cool! where they're saying that his character in it is like the Joker of Joaquin Phoenix. It's like mad. It's like, he's a YouTuber, like a, a influencer and he looks insane in it. I'm going to show you the trailer after this episode, guys, Andrew Garfield's got that thing where it's not like, it's not the aesthetic. It's the, it's the brilliance. And I think maybe brilliance. Like someone who's like, shit, you took my breath away. That's that's what I'm going for. And now, our guest. What do you find attractive in men?
2: I have this weird thing where there's certain traits I want. And I also believe in looking at partnership in a different way. So... Which I'd also like my partner to have. And I have this thing where I just know when I meet someone if they're gonna, if they embody what I need in a relationship. So that's kind of how I choose my people by knowing. Hmm. But
1: but what embodies that for you?
2: So there's obviously like physical features and stuff that I'd appreciate. I don't think any of the boyfriends I've ever had have actually ever had any of that but
0: tell us what they what are How does okay.
2: so <laughs> the designer okay. man um, <laughs> okay, so I like I don't know maybe it's the way I grow up but um, a man like a, you know, a typical like heavy metal guy okay with like long hair and like facial okay. hair like a
0: viking type of <laughs> oh nice <laughs> I agree with everyone I like <laughs> boys 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 carry on yeah, you know, so that's
2: basically your know, long hair, facial hair. That's my thing. And I like proper music. That's like a big thing for me. Coco Ben with like facial hair. I could think of better, but yeah. You know. oh.
0: <laughs> <Reckon laughs> I'm, like, whoever, whoever I'm about kick off a kick podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then intellectually,
2: I like someone to be very. They must be smarter than me, but they mustn't ever try and show me that they're smarter than me.
0: Confidently smart.
2: Yeah. Like, I I grow up with a lot of smart people, so I don't like people that throw it in your face that they're smart. I don't appreciate that. So, yeah. But they must be smarter than me.
0: You're pretty smart,
2: though. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Oh, shit.
0: I think that that's a really interesting thing you've actually raised, because I think, ooh, it's going to make I... a sweeping declaration. Ooh. I think men have to be smarter than the woman in the relationship because if you're smarter than the man, the man knows it. And I think most men in our country have, like, toxic mas- masculinity. Yes. And then they're very insecure about the fact That's that been... you're smarter than them. And so you have to be, because as long as you're the smartest person in the room, there's an issue. The that's
2: very, very true. That's what you I've never up. dated someone smarter
0: than me. So and that's it's always played a part. Because you're really coy and you can hear guys that she's quite hesitant to talk, but I know exactly what you're saying. It's the EQ, right? It's also the EQ. IQ is, is a big thing, but EQ is a very big thing. Most guys don't have EQ. No, Most guys no, aren't Russell. <laughs> you know?
1: I'm not sure that I have much EQ at all.
0: Um, No, you do. And I also remember, it's really interesting because I've spoken to one of Russell's exes who used to say to me, Russell was the cleverest man she'd ever met. And when she said that, oh, to the ex. (laughs) oh, ex is listening to the X files We haven't done this episode. And when she said that, I was like, shit, I get why you got involved. That's that's what women look for a man that's smarter than they are what is it like being a man and then if you were to like say an attractive man being say you're the smartest man in the room then can you be like find like men attractive Russell sorry Eric we're going to find out your movie Crash but just like kind of because you're like a smart man.
1: Thank you for that I tend to look for smart guys uh, there's a range I can go down to like sort of average or something, but I I can't bring myself to date someone that's not smart. A dummy. Yeah, yeah, I, I just can't do that, there's no attraction there.
0: Mm-hmm. Erica, carry
2: on with what you're saying. I can't remember what I was saying, but well, you that's... have something to add on to that? Yep. Like, all the guys that I've had, like, major crushes on that i have, like, been hung up in my life, ones that didn't want anything to do with me, <laughs> you yeah. get those little hung up those are pretty much the ones that are, like, they were all very, very, like, scary ass IQ stuff of...
0: Smarter than Diavol. <laughs> That's her brother who's going to be on the podcast, Lucky Girls and Boys. Um, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to the, the, the comment you've just said of... The guys who weren't interested in me because this is what we're talking about we're being like how do you get some and like how do we get some from the people who aren't into us guys <laughs> yeah. let's like break the code your movie star crush um jason
2: mo 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 Momoa. mo mo aquaman <laughs> yes but i liked him before he was a thing when he was my son and my no stargate beginning of his career when he he was dreads. hot from
1: Stargate I so think he's really always was. Being
2: hot guys No Stargate I don't once.
1: like him The way he looks now
0: Like a god
2: I think I had to watch Stargate like More than once Just because like Every time he came On screen I was like oh, my god. I kind of want to
0: Watch Stargate
1: <laughs> Yeah Ronan Dex. Oof
0: what, what is it? Stargate? Stargate Atlantis.
1: I think it was yes. Atlantis. is it a that show
0: happened? about Atlantis, like the, yeah. the world Atlantis, the the lost? No, yeah, well, yeah they're they're kind the of. Yeah. of they live in the
2: lost city and they can jump to other worlds from the Stargate. That sounds incredible. Mm-hmm.
1: Why
0: have I not watched this?
1: I don't know. You is need gonna... to fix this.
0: I need to fix it, guys. The end of the episode. Bye. <laughs> Be critical. Think critically. Be whimsical. Think whimsically. Uh, I have to go do a pawn binge. Uh, okay. Nice choice. Let's now turn it on its head and talk about what makes a woman attractive. This is the superficial guy aside, guys. I, with having a guest, I'm like, this is going to take time, mm. but we're going to crack this code. Russell, back to you. Attractive woman.
1: There's a certain overlap between the uh, woman I find attractive and the guys. Mm-hmm. One of the big things for me with women is capability,
0: though. Really? Yeah because that is the thing that I fear the most in a relationship as how is is to not show how capable I am.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Tell capable me about this. I love this. I
0: love this. I love this. Tell me about capability. Um, what does that mean to you?
1: Just the ability to have skills. Um,
0: a particular set of skills? <laughs> <laughs> well, that,
1: that's part of it. Mm. I can't nail it down to say a specific set of skills that you must be able to change a car, tire, or something. But it's you need to be able to look after yourself a bit. That I find quite.
0: Do you mean that aesthetically or mentally? Mentally. Okay. So what does that mean look like? Uh, Food, exercise, job. Like with a woman, you're very confident. Like when you came into this, you were like, very confident, as opposed to kind of like the idea of what is a man attractive to to another man versus like a woman. You like started immediately with a skill set, which is interesting.
1: Well, as I said, I'm mean, like there's a lot of overlap with the guys and that, but um, I suppose sort rather tall than having lanky
0: girls, having... <laughs> something like that, All yeah.
1: Right. But uh, I suppose rather than having a skill set, I. Uh, I guess more accurately would be described as the willingness to try, the ability to figure things out, to do stuff. There's no reason why someone shouldn't be able to change a light bulb or rewire a plug or something. If you don't know it, you can look it up on the internet. Be prepared to do some stuff for yourself, not just expecting other people to do it for you.
0: So this is really interesting because this for me kind of, triggers like how when i was growing up i wasn't taught these things mm. the first time i learned that a woman could change a tire was when i was on a holiday with some f- uh, with a, f- a girlfriend and then we had a flat tire on the way to spread and she had an amazing daddy who had taught her how to change a n- uh, change a Nilspreet, change the tire so boop, the cat stevens went off we jumped out the car and then she fucking pulled out the spare tire and then she's, she was so hot. And she was very attractive to men, this friend, by the way. Changed the tire, didn't flutter an eyelash, taught me how to change the tire. And then we carried on driving in her daddy's Mercedes. And it was like, that's amazing. Uh, when we were um, at a Vitz party in second year, my friend and I, who were both like adorably incapable of anything, tried to break beer bottles to protect ourselves from the party to the walk to the car and we try to um break beer bottles and they just bounce and she's like no guys this is how you do it she just like hit a beer bottle like backwards against a wall and like smashed it we were like both very turned on like i get what you're saying like
1: yeah, I wasn't all, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and it's like
0: something that for me, and I still struggle with being a capable female, what with anxiety in life and like having to do all the female shit and then also do all the men stuff and being single. And I get what you're saying because now it's almost like we're not taught to be like that, but then it's actually so hard if you can. Mm. Like independent, an independent yes, yes. woman. well
1: said, well, Very well said.
0: Okay, carry on about women.
1: I like those with a good rack uh, to go for the physical. (laughs) Boobies
0: are nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh,
1: Again, like the men, need to be creative, need to have the nice personality. Mm -hmm. A a bit smart doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. Doesn't hurt at all.
0: Does it bother you if a chick is broke and needs you to buy her airtime? Sorry, this is a constant complaint on Tinder. (laughs) It depends.
1: I I can deal with um, it happening now and then. But if it's a constant thing, That's a little bit of a problem.
0: So you don't like that yet. There are so many men who I've been in relationships with where one of the biggest parts of the relationship was me being economically in a lesser space Mm. and then being able. I remember having a boyfriend who was much older than me when I was 18 and him saying to me, you know what I'm going to buy you as a present? I was like, what? He was like airtime. I was like, Okay, and he was so proud of himself because I didn't have money at eighteen to buy airtime. I had please call me's, and <laughs> and then he bought me airtime, and I just phoned my friends because obviously I wasn't going to waste that on boys. Use please call me on uh, boys. Mm.
1: My mm. read just off of that is that it's um, a lack of equality. It's trying to treat the female as less, as just less capable of having to be looked after.
0: So the thing with you, though, is that you're very equal and you're very woke. Mm. And so for you, those kinds of things, the kind of normal or normal, she said normal, the kind of expected relationships that we grew up with in our generation, which is boy meets girl, girl Mm. cleans house, boy goes to work for eight hours a day, girl makes babies, doesn't appeal to someone like you because you're a little bit more... On, on a different path,
1: okay. I'd like to think so.
0: So, aesthetics the face doesn't actually matter, it's a better face thing for you as long as the boobs are good. <laughs> Revolting, you pig. Okay, mm-hmm. female celebrity crush.
1: It's a tricky one. Um,
0: there's so many.
1: Sandra Bullock's always been quite nice. <laughs>
0: God, you're old. <laughs> I am. And you haven't watched a movie since the 90s, apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she was one of them. And Kate Beckinsale, though.
0: Boys love her. I watched a horror movie with her last week Haunted or The Haunted. And she was pretty good, and she is so hot and crazy. Hmm. I get it.
1: <laughs> what about you? Woman. Yeah. What gets so, your mocha running with I,
0: Actually, like, so this is something like, so because we did this in a very kind of sus way, I didn't kind of fill in a few blanks with aesthetics, which is, like, I love androgyny. It and,
2: can be
0: very um, I, I actually, like, I dig it in men. I dig it in women. Like, oh, I love I, I love women that are a little bit butch. And I can love men that are a little bit effeminate. Like, I love people who have secrets. But not secrets from me. Secrets, like, aesthetically and the way they move and the way they carry themselves. Like, you know, just a kind of a way, a purpose of movement. Mm. For me and women, I love big eyes. Love a strong chin. Love a ponytail. (laughs) Love a I don't give a shit. And if you throw in a bit of a... uh, Checkered shirt. Uh, it's quite nice. <laughs> Bit of a farm taste to it. And then intellectually, like as far as women go, <sighs> women are complicated, hey? Mm. Like with women, it's not like this thing where it's like, oh no, I hope my boyfriend's not smarter than me. The woman's generally so smart and she's got so many different layers. And it's so complicated, and you're like, okay, like yes, my favorite book, like you've read six times, and you've read fifteen other books I haven't read. Like, like women are so difficult, but then they're super critical, which I dislike. I don't like critical women. I like women who are very self-discovered and who are very kind. I guess sounds a bit vague. Love women with purpose, but I love them to be at peace with that and not. I don't like women who are fixers. Yeah. Uh, and then my crush is yeah. uh, Ruby Rose, who was Batwoman for the first season.
1: Oh, she okay. was
0: in yeah. Orange is the New Black. That's where she got very discovered. She's this Australian. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Washed
2: it in Orange is the New Black.
0: Yeah, she's like ridiculously hot with Ninja Turtle tattoos. She's now like the new face of action movies. She is so good looking. I watched the first season of Batman, Batwoman, and I was like, I'm watching this for you. Like in a bat suit. It's insane. You are so hot. I'm going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently she's the woman that women say that if they were gay, they'd like go for her. She's like, so attractive I don't know to men but to women and then she left that woman and now I can't watch it um, she's like madly hot like she's just like she's a Johnny Depp hey eh? she's no. got that like a, a, across the borders
1: she has that charisma and she, aura she's and charisma, appeal. charismatic
0: charismatic women are dangerous women they mm. are women who will let, lead you down dark paths charisma is not given to the kind it's given to the cruel and a charismatic woman. <laughs> They're trouble. Erica, your turn.
2: Okay. So what I find attractive in women. So um, I have this thing where my whole life I've fought its more like an inner battle with trying to prove that I'm, I'm feminine because I've had issues with femininity. We so, all have.
1: <laughs> and men it's have very, issues
2: with masculinity. We do. It's very important for me to never... I've never been attracted to a woman that's more feminine or more beautiful than me. I like to feel the more feminine, beautiful one. Okay. That's interesting. So I like, like Ruby Rose, like the shorter hair, you know, like in Orange is New Black, like she was there. Uh, sort of something like that.
1: Okay. I've never
2: really thought about it because it's, it's never really
0: actually fazed me never been like, really oh my word, it's I want to not be a A school, film, a yeah. school girl uh, crush, though. A school girl crush. That's what I'm talking about. Like a school girl crush. That girl in your class that was like, oh, so very straight, and you were also oh, very straight, but you watched a lot. <laughs> Jesus. Russell Honestly, are so excited about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had this girl i mean gonna have to think about it In high school hmm. I can't say her name She was a villain And she was Like she just banged eyes But she was so She did like She just had this smile And she was like dwarf, Like she was a dwarf. EQ woman <laughs> Well, seldomly Dorf EQ wise There are But so, seldomly But she was like Just dwarf, But like you just wanted To do her homework for her <laughs> And she was always Hungover And And she just had this, like, undercut. And she was tall. And there was this other matricule when I was in grade 8 who was, like, out. And she was also – sorry for all the purpose listening to this episode. That's the end of my meandering high school stuff. Carry on, Erica.
2: (laughs) Okay, so there there were a set of twins, identical twins, Catherine and Eliza. Yes. So Catherine – I could tell them apart. So. Yeah, you But you there's could. a lot of people that couldn't tell them apart But Catherine was the more prettier one Yeah And you liked like Catherine <laughs> <laughs> uh, They were both beautiful Okay uh, And they were, also, they were always super nice, always Always Okay And they were mo- more part of the popular people, you know So it was nice for like Obviously they were
0: popular because they were beautiful But then obviously they were also nice So charisma yeah. Dangerous girls Mean girls, popular girls or evil girls Okay So now we've discussed this guys That was just the introduction to this exciting episode which Long is now introduction Yeah I know I, I didn't know guys Now, If you don't know now you know That this is going to take a while So now we break it down What's not attractive And let's just do it in a more because of time And we've got go a Um, Like not attractive like as for you as a man like woman, men what you see as the problems and will go around
1: uh, selfishness meanness
0: in both very senses. unappealing
1: yeah very unappealing qualities
0: are you just going to generalize now
1: well, you you wanted a, a no, like so thing. you can
0: break it down in in that like men and woman, but within your time range,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, but uh, this applies to both. Uh, okay. I don't like mean people.
0: Yeah. Then yeah, why do you date who you date?
1: <laughs> uh, I sick. made a mistake. All right.
0: Or two. All I three. was drunk
1: <laughs> for eight years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry on. This is your time to shine.
1: Off the top of my head, that—that's all I can think of. I must admit. Uh, So I'm going to take a little bit more time to think, and I'm going to throw the question your way in the meantime.
0: Lack of self-awareness. So, like, that's a
1: good one. So,
0: like, like okay. So I mentioned I've dated like overweight people. So I had a very smart boyfriend once. He was great. He was a doctor. He was like ticking all the boxes, but he was overweight, and he was in denial about it. And that was an issue and also like I've dated a lot of men with depression and anxiety issues who are not aware of it. But let me talk about the people who are absolutely repellent to me, not my past relationship fails, because this is actually about what is repellent people who are boring, (laughs) boring people, people who, who are happy to be stuck in the same place. I have a friend like that. They're stuck in the same place. They talk about the jobs they wish they had. They talk about the woman they wish they could bang or be with or marry. (laughs) Bang, kill, marry. Um, They never get the job done. They never... They can't change. They're not aware enough to go and get help. People who don't think they need help. Um, External people, for me. People who are superficial. People who make small talk people who are ugly ugly on the outside and ugly on the inside ugliness can be attractive on the outside if it's like carried with poise and decorum but uh if it's kind of so ingrained then it's ugly insecurities Insecurities that I'm expected to fix. I can't handle. Ugliest celebrity to you.
1: Ugliest. Russell. Celebrity. Sorry,
0: guys, I'm pointing to Russell.
1: That's a, a, a tough call to make. Just in general, like one that seriously doesn't appeal. Or are we looking in specifics, like physically ugly, personality wise, whatever. whatever? Who
0: can you like when you see there in a movie, you're like, fuck that, fuck that.
1: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
0: Oh you you monster, he was a genius. I loved. Just
1: him. didn't do it for me.
0: I would marry him. I, I would have married him if he would was have. Still alive. Yeah. I would have could have stood up. Um, Adam Sandler for me. I know. He's awful. He is. He's awful. Really is. He's so gross, him and his dwarf movies. Erica, how you doing? Let's go back to you unattractive. We're not actually talking about people we've dated and like, learned from. No. We're actually talking about what's like a zero for us. What's a zero person? Oh, people who are married, who hit on me constantly in bars. You're zeroes to me, by the way. Get divorced and we'll talk. Like, fuck you, by the way. All the people. Russell's looking at me very knowingly. This is a thing. I'm not... I'm into... Um, emotionally uh, unavailable men, but only if they're single, funny like that Uh, carry on Erica (laughs)
2: okay um, so not being open minded like being open minded is my thing that attracts
0: what's open minded to you though, because what my open mindedness is, and what Russell's is, and what yours are, are very different what is open minded, is you're like I want to do a lot of anal, but I want to be the like, top like you know, what is what is what is open-mindedness to you? I know it's just a pervert <laughs> episode. I love it.
2: <laughs> like pretty much everything. Tolerance. Like I'm I've reached a point in my life where I'm like exploring absolutely everything, and I just want someone that's gonna want to do all that shit with me. So that's like, everything from jumping out of an airplane to doing weird shirts in a relationship and it's weird sex shit. Yeah, whatever, there's lots of things, but <laughs> someone that's open to exploring like everything in life. Like, I don't want to be boring, I just want to experience what's out there.
1: Wouldn't you classify that as adventurous then?
2: Yes, and open mindedness. I mean, you can still be adventurous and not be
0: pretty open minded. Mm. I mean. Yes.
1: Yeah, you climb just, I, I don't classify the, jumping out of an airplane as necessarily being open minded. Yeah,
0: that's an excellent point, Russell, because I have people on Tinder who are like, I love to bungee jump, but I'm like very hard and fast with my religion and my fucking mm. 95 okay. life. So, Good pretty point. much a combination of the two, then. It's bullshit. Cool. So, so adventures and
2: open minded. And like on Tinder, like if I go past a profile and it says anything about God then I'm just like nope I don't care
0: how hot the guy is or what if he ticks every
2: other box like I'm not interested
0: yeah I'm like that with people who mention their star signs on tinder (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you're an idiot you're in your 40s you're talking about your star sign ass thank you next uh most uh unlikable celebrity male or female we're attacking men today it
1: seems so mm. I'm alright with that Men deserve <laughs> to be attacked Now and then And day. so do
0: women's I like. Now and then Yeah It's really hard I don't like Anna Faris Who? Anna Faris I, I don't this actually know kind of Who that is I feel is. so guilty Because she's like Sweet She was married to Chris Pratt She's like Does this TV show Mum She does podcasts. That does very well She's fine without my love She's yeah. like blonde and dumb She did the house bunny she was in a Bo- uh, in a Borat movie but not a Borat movie she was in his other movie where he was a secret king she's scary mm. movie she's scary movie okay yeah cool. she's like dumb ah but she's really smart in real life but her character's are always dumb blind it's
1: like Phoebe from Friends
0: yeah doesn't oh but Phoebe was Forgoing eccentric there. and had weird insights just to show insights. off
1: my age and also
0: yeah Friends boom okay carry on never sorry I just had to prove and now I've degraded a woman and I hate that okay carry on she's amazing and she, I wish I could be as hot as her she married Chris Pratt seriously I don't even like Chris Pratt okay carry on Here we go
2: um he's a guy I'm not sure what his name is I'm not very really into celebrities sorry um he plays in comedies and he's got um, like curly hair. I think Will Farrell something like that.
0: Will Ferrell. That's <laughs> kind of a big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Kind I've of got, a big... <laughs> I've got to deal with that guy. Well he's like old and has a dad, but he's also a genius. So. No, he's
2: not. I've never watched him. I've like i pretty
0: much to watch all these movies. No. Even stranger than fiction. I could probably no, I don't think I've watched no, that. you yet. haven't watched that. And he's amazing in that. And he's actually really good in dramas. I wish he'd stop doing stupid movies and do more amazing movies. Maybe see if Carol I wouldn't want to be with, even though he's an extraordinary actor. Okay, but from what I've seen Oh okay. Sorry, Erica, this is your time to shine. I'm being such a such dick. Sorry. <laughs> but from what I've seen, I don't like
2: that guy. Not one no bit. bit. Like no- there's nothing funny about him. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs>
2: <Sure>.
0: Okay, <laughs> round three but harder. What about you is unattractive to people?
1: What about me My, is unattractive? Yeah, to
0: what is what is it about me that's unattractive to people? What is it that makes me so fucking single right now, or not having people banging on the door? We I can pretty much answer that. No, no, not your turn. It's <laughs> turn.
1: Oh, I was hoping to get some time to think on okay, that. Okay,
0: Eric and go <laughs> then.
2: I think I have a very big lack in self-confidence. And I think my weight also probably has part play playing it.
0: But honey bunny, weight clearly doesn't. And this is getting back to my thing that I mentioned, statistics. At the very beginning of our journey that more men fantasize about round women than they do about skinny women and more men watch porn devoted to curvier women than they do skinny women yeah but there's woman. a difference
2: between curvy and fat okay, okay there's a more line.
0: women think they're fat I maybe all men think they're fat I don't know Russell will tell us when it's his turn. but he got blocked <laughs> he didn't get <laughs> blocked this is an open field okay so I know women of all shapes and sizes who are married that's Dig deeper, Erica. Dig deeper. That's what I'm saying. Do you no, wanna... I'm
2: saying that there's there's men out there that like bigger girls. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying it's not everyone's thing. And, I mean, I'm pretty much and think... shorter girls and thinner girls and taller girls. I, and I'm blonder. pretty much every other aspect of my life. I think I'm a pretty awesome person. Like I think I'm a good person. I think I'm good looking, even though I'm fat. So you know, I think I'm pretty and I'm awesome. So there's only one two other things my self esteem
0: and <laughs> yeah so guys on Critical Whimsy listeners I was just gonna say um is not fat she's delicious it's interesting to hear the perspective of our people so for you it's just external why you're single no so well, you're my self esteem so that's okay, not really so external self-esteem. so you're saying that the whole world doesn't have time for your bad self esteem and your negative issues surrounding your body. Yeah. Okay. All right. I still think you should dig deeper. Russell. Okay.
1: Sometimes my physique—I'm not the f- most fit person.
0: Shit, man! I've got the most superficial people <laughs> on here. I'm,
1: I'm starting off there. I'm going with more. Okay.
0: All right. Shit. Uh,
1: sometimes I can be a bit of an intellectual snob. Uh, compared I love To acknowledge that. that.
0: I love that. I love that, by the way. I don't think you can't be like, I'm too thin. This is what person who's I'm too thin. No, I've got I'm very young. Lady. I'm too thin. I'm too smart. smart. <laughs> I mean, fuck like this. No, no, make no, well, well, tonight, a difference. What I'm tonight's way snot. song
2: do not impress me
0: much. Yeah, <laughs> me that. yeah all right, carry on, Russell, and your laments. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I have a passing relationship with personal hygiene. Ew.
0: <laughs> really.
1: I'm I'm trying very hard in that regard. Like,
0: do you not bath every day?
1: I do, but I don't necessarily wash my hair every day. And no, sometimes I let that get to. a bit greasy.
2: You're not
0: supposed to wash your hair. Every
2: day. I think also there's lots and lots of people that have problems with depression mm-hmm. and bathing and
0: taking care of yourself is a big thing. And we will have that episode, but now, but that's an amazing, amazing insight eric and i'm being very like Whoa! in this episode now and cheeky but yeah that is a true point but yeah what about you no carry on with you mr internal external
1: but i'm not sure because i get criticized for half of what i said there
0: no that, that's not, just me eric is I'm like not... loving this and like i'm a dick okay sorry russell global comments What I was basically saying was you were perfect. So it was like criticism, but it was like positive. So don't stop now. I
1: don't buy that. Call it some of my inadequacies, maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Last week's episode. Listen, yo.
1: I don't know. I think a lot of my attitudes at times can put people off. uh, My feeling or sense of wokeness and that, I think, can put a lot of people off some of my views. And that can be highly unappealing to certain people. Okay. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that.
0: Guys, you leave me with the, <laughs> I the, the hey, bullet Hey, you tape. put it on us.
1: It was a tough question.
0: Okay, so I have so many answers to this. For years and years, I was a massive love addict and codependent. I was needy as fuck. I was crazy needy. I struggled to deal with abandonment. I couldn't handle, like, silence I needed everything to be articulated. I projected all my needs onto other people.
1: <laughs>
0: I I don't believe aesthetics count for shit, to be perfectly honest. That's why I was, like, so hard on you, Erica, because I, like, don't think that. And that's why I was kind of, like, tough on both of you, because I'm, like, I don't think aesthetics count for shit mm. in this world. I think that I'm too complex like I want to be figured out.
1: But you're an, you're a good person, and a nice person who doesn't always judge off aesthetics. I think a lot of people do.
0: So I I I'm almost like if anyone judged me on my my aesthetics, I'd be like put off by them. I'd be like you're so boring. Do you know how like crazy and wild I would be like like and devoted to you? Like you <laughs> know like my attitude is so different from other girls. Like I'd be like oh, come on. That's why be like. You. Yeah you but i mean i i can be fucking needy that was like the old Catherine. now i'm very so I, i i struggle to reveal stuff about me i'm like maybe too closed with people i have massive trust issues i am until i feel safe with someone i will jab and I will jab and I will be testing them and test. I have a tendency to test people, trap people. Gosh, I sound unattractive. But I'm just answering the spucking authentically, as <laughs> the critical whimsy way is. The way is. it should be. I, I have had a tendency to put my problems onto other people, try and make them solve them for me. I want to be rescued. I also have fantasy issues where I have fantasies about what a relationship and what six months from now, Catherine and six years from Catherine looks like, and I'm like, I'm going to put this on this partner and I'm going to expect them to play. I project so much in a relationship that sometimes I'm not even aware of the person I'm dating. Russell saw this firsthand with me in my last relationship. The guy I was dating was a superficial nincompoop. Yeah. And it didn't matter like that I might've had the funniness that is Catherine and the depth and the crazy and the authenticity and the self-work all that mattered was i was dating this guy that all my friends are confused by because he does not fit into our very authentic very we are pain people we are people who have felt pain and felt things and i've got this guy who is so external and is focused on the external only and everyone's too nice and too kind to say anything and i don't even see who he is because my fantasy about being with someone normal is playing out so profoundly that I can't see who he is, which is like just like a really superficial guy. There are so many things wrong with me, guys. I I could kind of fill up five podcasts with why it is that I'm single. See, this is the thing with me. I think I I know what my biggest problem is. Yeah?
2: So I have issues with... I've always I've never wanted a man to have control over me in any way shape or form so I've always dated people that are less intelligent than me and people that earn less than me but at the moment no one earns less than me
0: though back in the day
2: (laughs) I think that's where my biggest problem is and most of the time they were just complete morons But those are the two biggest criteria. I just don't want to ever feel that
0: anyone can control me. So let's be honest. We date these guys that are dumber than us, more superficial than us, that are cruel. I mean, Russell's the kindest person in the world. The thought of Russell being with someone who's cruel. The thought of someone being with Erica, who is dumb. And the thought of someone being with Catherine, who was superficial. If we were to look at those archetypes and go, we know these three people in this room. Mm. And like, that's the saddest thing we could think of. And yet the three of us do those things wrong. Maybe this episode is not about getting some. It's about getting more. Boom, boom, boom. Because Russell should never be with anyone who's cruel. Because Russell is the most non non-judgmental person and Erica should never fucking settle. Because she is a mom and she is smart and she constantly has to make herself smaller for someone to feel bigger. And Catherine, who is talking about herself in the third person. <laughs>
1: keep it going keep it going don't stop well
0: I don't think I should think, think about myself but what I'm saying is that would be shit <laughs> unless Russell wants to contribute to that and the Catherine ideology
1: I think you nailed it there though
0: I shouldn't be with someone who's superficial no because I'm someone who... you look
1: for realness you look for the authenticity
0: and I'm someone who reads a book and every time I see Russell I say I've read a new book And he goes, which one? Tell me about it. And rather, I've had boyfriends who go, oh, what are you reading? Oh, no, wait, you just read so much. I can't keep up. Let me give up on that conversation. Get a drink for every time a boy told Catherine she overthinks. Get a drink for every time a guy loved himself more than he loved Catherine. Get a drink for every time a guy spoke about his friends and didn't see Catherine. You know what I always tell my boyfriends? they always look at me when they see me and they go, you look so pretty. And I always laugh and I say, because I'm forgettably pretty, you forget that I'm pretty. But then you remember me. (laughs) Sounds like a threat. It's a threat. Um, (laughs) So what should we change? In the final round of this incredibly amazing episode, what do we change about ourselves? What do we change about the people that we look for? And viewers this is all for you And I've got two people looking at me rather fucking anxiously And this time (laughs) I'll go first (laughs) They're like yeah I need to keep looking I need to stop second guessing myself And settling Wondering if I should settle I think that that's my biggest problem Is wondering if I should settle If that's the easy way out for me that i need to aspire to someone who isn't worried about how smart i am or how funny i am or how much i think because i'm still very maybe not as kind and maybe not as non-judgmental as russell but still doing a fucking good job as a human being and you russell
1: I like what you said there with the whole settling thing. That's certainly part of it for me. I know that's a little bit of a cop out of no, no, grabbing I yours. No, no, I I say
0: profound things maybe. You do. <laughs> I
1: suppose a big part of it is my insecurities and looking for someone who will build me up. That's not always the right way to go. Uh, that, that sounds wrong. That sounds bad. I
0: know what you mean. Like you want someone who will build you up, but you have to do it the job yourself. Yes. It's the juxtaposition of... I want someone who will fucking be there and give a shit, but I need to be there and give a shit first. You cannot attract that which you don't ex- haven't experienced.
1: Mm. Well said, thank you.
0: I do get that. I get that. I love that.
1: Mm.
0: I love that. Carry on. <laughs> uh,
1: that's all I can think of for the moment.
0: Big boobs stay. <laughs> <laughs> Russell's still a guy.
1: That's still not an absolute requirement, but it it doesn't hurt. (laughs) Never hurt. We'll say it that
0: way. And you, Erica? I think I need to learn, get to know myself again. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. If this episode teaches us anything, it's like, why am I settling? I, I deserve better. I did some stuff wrong. Like, I think that's the cool thing about doing a podcast is going, actually, <laughs> I did this one wrong. Let me try again. Let me do better next week. Mm.
1: I suppose what, one thing I should be looking a bit more for is um, stability. I sometimes confuse uh, crazy with adventurous, and that doesn't <laughs> always work out well for me.
0: Like Erica with... Um, open-mindedness and adventure sure. <laughs> you guys are both like because you picked that up mm. and it's interesting you both like resonate with that guys i've got to be I, mean, I,
1: I like a little bit of wildness and out there but that's oh, not gosh. always
0: someone says I, I like bungee jumping mm. and tattoo." i'm like you're very superficial that's easy for me to see because i'm like that's external okay it's also crazy and fun but i'm Crazy and fun But very much In a very boring way And I'm very boring Erica what else?
2: Yeah well I'm also Obviously The fun part is within limits Because I'm like a mom you know So it's not like I can Go do weird shit every day you know and Only like- on Saturdays
0: pretty <laughs> <clumsy>. <laughs> So yeah the Wildness has its Limits So you have to have like a uh, like a realistic uh, space for where you are you want like that's why I usually like the older men because
2: they're more likely to understand especially if they've been through like a divorce where like they've had a like very controlling wife and then they also just want to like explore but they also realize that there's responsibilities like if they especially if they've had
0: kids or whatever so I, I got asked yesterday on Tinder, why have you never been married? Mm. It was a good question because if you won, you've been married. And in the moment when I got that, that question, I was like, the idea is that you failed if you haven't. You weren't pretty enough. You weren't clever enough. You weren't smart enough. You weren't kind enough. You weren't everything enough. And I was like, okay, but the fact is that I held off. I held off from getting married. I was very fearful of it. I was very fearful of being controlled. I was very fearful of losing myself. I, for a long time, I didn't want to get married. And now, when I want to get married, I wonder still at my Reasons for wanting it and that's why I remain single do you know what I mean Mm, it's almost like I have a higher power or a higher self that's saying not yet and maybe not ever because it's not failing if you're single it's not failing if you're divorced, it's not failing if you're a widow, like none of these things are fails, they're just life and that's the point of this episode it's a trick guys like it's a trick we tricked you we tricked ourselves us being single is not like this is never was an episode about us being failures russell has gone through the tremendous pain of divorce yeah. i have gone through hell the past years erica is a single mom we fucking do the best we can Just like you do, gentle jury. We do the best we can with what tools we've been given. We fucking try. And if there is a human being along the road who wants to be with us, awesome. Otherwise, fuck you. (laughs) That's all I've got to say. That's all I've got to say. Erica, what else do you want to say? Russell first. (laughs) <laughs> I think we
1: can call it at this
0: Erica how can people get hold of you if they want to like send you a message or a Facebook request if you want that my name is Erica Yuban. you also do Reiki <laughs> Reiki, like if you want a Reiki treatment how do people get hold of you email
2: um, yeah, you can email me um, eri.joubert
0: at gmail.com excellent how do we get hold of Critical Whimsy and become a patron to these self-developing human beings?
1: Well, we've got our Facebook page, Critical Whimsy. We're on Twitter. We've got the Patreon accounts, as Kat just mentioned. All of these is Critical Whimsy. Or there's always our email, criticalwhimsy at gmail.com.
0: Guys, send us your emails. We'll discuss your thoughts. Yeah,
1: we look forward to your feedback.
0: I'm excited for next week's episode. We won't tell you what it's about.
1: Not yet. You'll find out.
0: Erica, do you want to say goodbye? (sniffs) Bye, listeners. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for an awesome road trip with us. From me, Kat, be critical.
1: And from me, Russell, be whimsical.